You are now listening to the AFL brand. Where we talk interesting stuff about almost everything. Business, family, health, self-awareness, success, marketing. All here on the AFL brand podcast. Uh, welcome to another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast, and super excited to have uh, our guest on today. We uh, were acquainted, I guess, maybe about, I don't know, five years ago, and I've been following her her career path, her journey, her successes uh, since then. And, and since then, she's done some amazing things. I let her get into it. But our guest today, uh, the owner of Allure Swimsuit Boutique, Janique Clark. Janique, how are you? Hi, Matt. I am great. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, and so, Janique, you, you just mentioned how pressed you are for time. Well, let's let's jump right into it. So, so I, you know, on this show, I, you know, I often tell people that, you know, you get on social media and and oftentimes you only see the glamorous photos, the successes. You don't see the failures. You don't see how much uh, long nights and thankless hours that the small amounts of success that we have actually take. Um, and so what, what, what I attempt to do on this show is really talk about how much effort is really going on behind the scenes to, to, to have some kind of level of achievement. But before we do that, Janique, let's talk about, um, as best I know, you are from an island. I don't remember which one. <laughs> it's Grand Bahama. <laughs> Grand Bahama. So let's, yeah. let's, let's, Let's do the short version to coming out of school, coming to Nassau, kind of finding your way, and then let's build up to the boutique. That I will, that'll be pretty quick. Um, I came to Nassau in 2005, straight out of high school. I graduated in 2004. I started with RBC, in, actually with Finco in 2005. I was there up until... Uh, last year April for so that's almost 13 years Uh um but what happened in that period was I was always uh driven in terms of education and I I always wanted to progress in banking because I loved it so much I was always doing something either my associates or some sort of a certification and I started to do my master's and I needed extra money to pay for my master's and so I started to, you know, look around, try to figure out what would have been a great business to start, ask friends, talk to family members. And I kind of, I don't know if I could say stumble on swimwear, but I had some experiences that kind of led me into looking into swimwear. Um, mm-hmm. That I started that July 2013. So this year, July is going to make six years. And it was really just something small just to make some extra money. And um, I spent countless hours just researching and planning and trying to figure out, okay, what would be the best way to start? Because at the time, the there were only two or maybe a few businesses that offered swimwear, but it really wasn't something sexy and you know we were in the jeans pants and t-shirt phase at that point mm-hmm. and my goal was really to kind of take us from there and to kind of make women feel more comfortable and confident in their own bodies at the beach and now we're at year five and um 
I it's it's like it keeps growing, Matt. I I had to make a decision whether or not I wanted to continue banking, along with working with my swimwear. And last year, I had to make a decision, and my decision was to leave banking and move into being an entrepreneur full time, mm-hmm. because it was just it came so effortless. I could wake up two o'clock in the morning and work for hours and didn't feel tired or stressed or drained. And I mean, naturally, you're gonna get exhausted at some point but it just felt like oh my gosh I could do this for hours so at the end of the day you know I just looked at it as maybe this is what passion is this is what it is you know you hear people speak about you know your passion you love what you do and sometimes it's not no um like sometimes you're not sure but I made a decision and it's been going awesome ever since Matt good 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 and so (laughs) Your parents, your family, your sphere of influence must have been a little bit taken aback because did you get your master's? You finished it? Yeah, I finished it, I think, in 2015 or 2016. I think I got it. It's a master's in banking and international finance. And then they we did a, a certified banker course as well with it. And so I finished it and everybody was so... Um, they were so pleased and they were encouraging me and congratulating me like, oh, you know, you're going to be in the bank for a long time. It's mm-hmm. great to do your master's. But I never thought that, you know, I would no longer be in the bank because I was there for so long. <laughs> right. But I don't regret any of it. The way yeah. that I look at it is every single step from then till now was to get me to where I'm at now. Wow. Wow. Um, and so you you're, were your parents supportive of this transition? My parents, well, my, I would say more so my aunts were more supportive. Um, my family, most of them live in Abaco and in Freeport. So it's really like the support you would get when their hair is a little bit different. So a lot of it, I can say my support came more so from the friends and like my cousins that I have here. And then my aunts that live abroad as well in Abaco now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I would say that's where my support came from but Matt I have to tell you this story because this is really the story that pushed me Mm -hmm. um I remember reaching out to a friend her name is Anika Mm -hmm. and I said man Anika I need to meet with you like I have this this idea but I'm so scared I'm like I have the money but the money is towards my master's and she sat me down we went I can remember it clearest day we met at Starbucks at Harbor Bay and I said, you know, Mananika, I'm so afraid. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't want to fail. I don't like the feeling of failure. Mm-hmm. And she started to coach me. And she said, you know, Janique, um, what's the worst that can happen? If it fails, at least you could say you tried. Mm-hmm. Those were her exact words. And I said, you know what, Anika? I know myself. Once I put my mind to it and mm-hmm. I push hard enough, I'm going to make sure, like, whatever it is, that it, it does well. Mm-hmm. And... From that conversation, I think that is really what fueled me. And I think about that anytime I get discouraged or frustrated. And that just continue to push me to do better and take my brand to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such an amazing story. So you you pursue, you you did a uh, finance major, uh, had a promising career in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and And as of last year, you said? You yeah, left the bank year, last April. year? Yeah. Last April. year, April, you decided to make your side hustle your main hustle. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but I was so scared. I was so scared. And I said, you know, I always tell myself the decision that makes you the most 
frightened that's the one to make mm-hmm. and I, I said man you know I've always been in the bank I've always known a nine to five and it was something so different something so new and I was like you know what I'm not gonna fail because I pushed myself at everything else and I'm gonna push myself extra hard at this and boy Matt listen it's been a blessing I can't lie that's good to hear that's good to hear so, you know, I, I imagine a lot of people, uh, and I, I think maybe different from you, because I think you enjoy banking, eh, Janine? I loved it, Matt. I still do to this very day. You can't tell me I'm not a banker, and I still work there <laughs> at my branch in my same role. <laughs> right, right, right. And so different from, different from you, a lot of people are on jobs or in careers that they don't particularly, they aren't particularly passionate about. Yeah. And, and they may want to start something but just don't know what 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 advice might you have for someone that wants their side hustle to become their main hustle that wants to find a side hustle first off um i think that that was similar to a conversation i had recently and i think it's important to kind of think about what you like to do for me um customer service was important to me i always mm-hmm. tried to go above and beyond and to resolve issues and i found i didn't Personally, I didn't, I wasn't a person who was about the salt life and all those other things, but I had an eye for it and it's something that worked. As it relates for persons who are looking to start something on the side, I always try to encourage people to be inventive, be innovative, think outside of the box. Um, even if the market that you're thinking about is saturated, try to figure out a way to come into it, but with a, a, from a different aspect, from a different angle. Because what is for you, you're not going to miss it. And even if it's a market where it's 20 people doing the exact same thing, you have to figure out how to come into that market and present a product in such a way where people want to get it. They need to have it. Like I have people who call me and they tell me, I need that swimsuit. Mm -hmm. And I find that so funny because it's like, I know how I am when I see something I like. Mm -hmm. And if I can get you to say, I need that, I feel like, okay, good, great. I'm on the right track. Right, so I right. always encourage people, find, you have to make sure what it is that you enjoy doing it because if you don't, you're going to be just as stressed out as you are on a job if, you, if it's not something that you love doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how has the Lore Swimsuit Boutique applied what you just said? How have they been different? How have they been unique? What kind of innovative marketing strategies have you guys used to achieve the level of success you've had thus far? So when we first, when I first started, um, what I did was I partnered with my friend Anika. And the agreement that we had was, um, I provide you with free swimsuits. You, whenever you go to the beach, you take images, you send me pictures, so I can get content for my page. Mm-hmm. At the time, that was when we didn't have that many online businesses yet, mm-hmm. as much as we have now, and so that avenue of using that particular marketing strategy. In my opinion, I think that's what really worked for us mm-hmm. because the content that we had for social media was so different. It was so fresh. It was refreshing. Um, I think it captivated a lot of people at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to also make sure that when I when you shop, like you get an experience um, from the packaging to making sure that when you come to view, because when I first started, I was always home-based. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that even though you were coming to my home, I had it nicely decorated um, from you walk through the door. The scent just was amazing. Simple things like that is really what I think kind of got the brand rolling. And it just it 
it just continued to grow and excel. And I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. How big is your team now? You mentioned an employee. So so tell me, <laughs> tell me how Matt, big is the team? I, I can be honest with you, Matt. Sometimes I have an employee at the store. She is phenomenal. Um, she uh-huh. just joined the team in December, I think. So what I actually did before moving into the, the location, I was home-based, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. and a business associate, she approached me. She had a she had a clothing boutique, and she said, you know, what do you think about doing a store together? And I was a little bit, um, I wasn't 100% with it at first, but mm-hmm. we sat down, we discussed how it would work, and we agreed to proceed. At the store, we have a joint location, which isn't pretty common here in Nassau, where you can go into one store and this, but that Mm -hmm. works best for us. Um, So the employee that we have, um, she services my business as well as my associate's business. But other than her, it's just myself. Sometimes it's a one-man band, but Mm -hmm. I intend to grow it. Um, I recently added active wear to my line. Okay. And that has been, I, I, that has been so, I've had a lot of great feedback from it. Um, that's one of the things because I wanted to add a product that was cohesive with what it is that I was offering. And mm-hmm. the only thing that I could really think about was active wear because when I sat down and I did my research, there weren't a lot of um, small businesses that offered active wear for the gym or just everyday life. Right. So right. that was a product that I had added in in December. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, I like that. I, I'm hearing innovation in terms of the way that, that you have this, uh, this, this store with two stores in it. Yeah. Um, obviously, that helps keep costs down, but also yes. it gives you some clients that are coming to her business. Absolutely. Um, that, now, that now see what you're doing as well. Yeah. I noticed, um, so I want to talk a little bit about strategic partnerships. And I'm hearing, you know, one of the things I'm big on uh, to help people advance their, their businesses or their passions is strategic partnerships. And I'm hearing that all throughout your journey, uh, the partnership with Anika early on, uh, having the initial conversation with her, the partnership with this, this person who you share a store with. Uh, tell me, and, and, then, and then I now see you doing something with MacFit 360. Tell me about the importance of, of strategic partnerships and how to develop them. I think that is so crucial for your business because it, it's, it's, it's crucial because in order for you to get your brand out there, in order for people to know who you are, while you can do some of it on your own, it's important to make sure that, that you have some sort of partnership to help push it a little bit further. So, for example, the what we did with MacFit, they were so kind enough. When I actually, when I started the activewear line, I reached out to some gyms and some personal trainers offered a discount to their clients and their members for when they purchase active wear for the first time. And MacFit was so kind enough to invite me down to a happy hour that they had. And I set up my active wear and it was such a great success. And just from that first interaction with their members and their brand, um, I had a lot of people coming in and inquiring on just, you know, what all I have available um, what I intend to do with the brand. So I think it's so important to help your brand grow because one thing I always tell myself is you can always go further if you go together. And so sometimes mm-hmm. it's important to make sure that you find another brand that's that kind of 
complements what it is that you're doing. And so the customers that you have versus the customers that they have, you two can benefit from one another. And it's the same thing with my associate, um, with her business being in the store. Sometimes someone may come in to purchase something from me and they may walk over to her side of the store and they may see things that they like. So the two of us benefit that day um, financially. Mm -hmm. So for Mm -hmm. me, I'll be honest with you, that is one of my strategies in business. I always try to figure out, okay, how can I partner um, with this person? Okay, I need this brand ambassador or um, this company may be a good fit for what it is that I'm offering and we may be able to assist each other marketing-wise. But honestly, Matt, that's that's a strategy that I stick by because it works. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, so... Let's tell us a little bit about the store. I walk in. Is it is it still smell good? Are you still um, Matt, focused I'm on crazy the experience? About that. The... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am so crazy about simple stuff like that. I always tell people like, when you walk into an environment, the first mm-hmm. thing that you do is breathe. And so yes. just to make sure that you set that initial tone, some people don't understand how important that is. I had a customer walk in and mm-hmm. she kept smelling cookies. So she kept asking me, she said, you have cookies? I said, no, that's my sense. <laughs> and so she, right. she said, you know, the, your store smells amazing. And so mm-hmm. something as simple as that, like I like to make impression because your first impression is your lasting impression. It can be a lasting one. Certainly. So certainly. I, go it, on, sorry. Are, are you using a machine <laughs> or perfume? or no, what, what are you I using? use wallflowers from Bath and Body Works. Okay, I'm obsessed I gotcha. with them, but um. From, I start from there with the store. Packaging is really important to me, just the overall presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to always think of ways to make it easier for the client. Like, I want the store to be displayed where you don't, it's not difficult for you to see what it is that I have, but still, it's mm-hmm. a, a warm, inviting environment. Because when I shop, I, I look for a lot of things like the, it has to be clean, it has to make me feel like, okay, I want to spend some money in this store. So that's what mm-hmm. I try to give my clients consistently. Yeah, yeah. And so tell us about the range of products that you carry now. And then and then briefly tell us about your uh, partner and what line of products she carried. Well, what I'm offering, when I initially started, it was just swimwear and cover-ups. Um, because most of the times, in my research, a lot of the businesses that offer swimwear they didn't offer cover-ups so if a customer happened and and help me out is a cover-up like a <laughs> like a kind of a see-through not always kind of thing you wrap up with what is that yeah a cover-up is something that you kind of add to your your swimwear to complement it because you know you don't want to walk if you're gonna go let's say on an adventure uh, you don't want to just walk out with your swimsuit on by itself like you want to make sure you're you're covered a little bit if you understand mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so um, I added in the cover-ups because I noticed, okay, if there are more persons coming on board selling the swimwear, so I need to add another product. And that's my that's always my game plan. But I always say, okay, well, let me see what else I can add to make sure that if I don't catch you with the swimwear, I can catch you with the, um, with the cover-up. And if I don't catch you with a cover-up, maybe some sunglasses or a hat. So I added yeah. sunglasses, I added hats, um so a lot of people like if they don't if if they supported another company but that company didn't have this specific item um 
then they'll come to me because they know, okay, I saw Allura had hats and sunglasses. So mm-hmm. I added those products as well. And then I added, oh, tumblers. I loved the la- last summer we did tumblers. Tumbler. Yeah. What is that? Tumblers. Um, like when you go to the beach, which keeps your drink cold for a really little oh, time. Oh, yes. Okay. All tumblers. right. Yes, yes, yes. So we added those in and it was so awesome because I ordered a lot at a time. And so I had persons who were having events. That's one thing that I did last summer was I ordered um, blank tumblers. So ladies who were uh-huh. having parties or whatever they did beach wise, they bought them in bulk so they can have them um, personalized. And then I also offered that service last summer where you wow. can have your tumblers personalized or your swimwear. So I bought a bunch of just plain um, one pieces and you get to decide, okay, would it, what would you like to have placed on it? So I partnered right. with a printing company and um, she assisted me with printing whatever the clients needed on it. And people love that aspect of the business. And then came the active wear. Matt, mm-hmm. I have this whole... Um, like I had this vision and I can't wait until it's all completed because with the active wear, I offered the basic pieces and then I also added mm-hmm. in what they call compression garments for when you work out. Right. Um, so those, and then some gloves I added in as well, but because it's still a boutique, I can't go overboard yet. Yes. Yes. So I'm yes still, those are yeah. just the areas that I'm working on, but I want this, like, I want this brand, Matt, to be, when you think about swimwear and activewear in the Bahamas, I want you to think Allure, because you walk in, and it's a mm-hmm. one-stop shop. You can get everything that you need if you're going to the gym or if you're going to the beach. And the whole plan of it was to encourage you to work out. So when you're done working out, you look amazing in your bikini. And that's my process, mm-hmm. my thought process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Can I see your inventory online? That's what I'm working on. So at the moment, I have a Facebook and an Instagram page. But mm-hmm. I have customers not only in the Bahamas, but internationally. And the first question they ask is, do you have a website? So I'm mm-hmm. actually in the process of working on the website. And I want I didn't want to offer images that weren't mine. And so I have to take right. pictures of every single item that I have. Um, that is, the I think, the most tedious part of it. But I want to be able to offer a full branded product. Like, I don't want to have a picture from another company's website on my website. Makes sense. So once that's completed, then my customers on the islands will be able to view the entire inventory as well as the ones locally here in Nassau. Good, good. So let's talk about that for a moment. Um, the photos are you shooting these photos yourself matt listen i am such a frugal type of businesswoman i will always figure <laughs> out a way and i love sharing yes. my ideas because Good. people tend to think that oh my god it's so expensive and it's not yes. you have to research it and you have to ask because you know what i did matt i intentionally mm-hmm. posted recently i got hang tags which are the tags that you place on your clothes to say the price on just say your business name and I found mm-hmm. a thousand hang tags for fifty dollars to print it. Pretty cool. And I intentionally posted. Usually, I would say where I got it from, but this time I wanted to see if there would be anyone who would reach out to say, you know what, that's a great deal. Like I would want to do that. And I had mm-hmm. one lady reach out, and I smile and I said, you know, the crazy thing is we don't like to ask for help. 
Like we would, try, we would try to like figure it out and, and do it on our own. But it's so important to know when to say, you know what? Matt has a great idea. And Matt posted, let me find mm-hmm. out from Matt because if that can help me push my brand more, I'd be interested in that. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. But yeah, as I'm, I'm always trying to think of ways to save. So as it relates to my photos, um, last year I did images and I think I paid almost $500 just for stock photos. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. recently I did some and I think I paid all, maybe, I think maybe $300. I can't remember correctly, maybe 300 But as a business owner, if you want a website or if you want images, it's really not cost effective to spend that money each time you have inventory. Agreed. So what I did was I invested in an iPhone, an iPhone X. It has a great camera. It has portrait mode. Um, I bought a studio kit from Amazon and all the lighting, Uh all the bells and whistles. And I set it up in my store. Um, I take the images and then I found this contact on Fiverr, which is an app for editing. You can get flyers, you can get logos, you can get website done. Uh And she edited my photos. I think I got like 29 photos or 28 photos for $55 or something like that. Uh And then I also found someone there to do my website. And she did my website, like my initial page and all the contents. Mm-hmm. $50 Matt good stuff I, I am, Matt, I'm super excited by, that's crazy that's that is crazy, crazy. You know, someone F- quoted Fiverr, me. Fiverr is an amazing Listen, website someone quoted me that my initial quote was almost $2,000 for a website here wow. right Wow. recently yeah. someone quoted me $500 and I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like I, I can understand why so many businesses don't brand because it's too expensive yeah it is. it definitely it's is it definitely so is. I hope if there are any um, graphic artists listening, you know, it, it will be so much better to create packages for business owners where mm-hmm. you can offer us these options because people want to do it. But when you hear almost $2,000, you're not going to do that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, especially in a, in a small business or you even know? a new business, you, 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 you definitely can't no. do it. And even though you might be committed to making sure your branding looks right. It, it's just, it's just, uh, no. Unaffordable. It's unaffordable, and that's so unfortunate because now we're pushing, you know, be an entrepreneur, be your own boss, work for yourself. But when you have to go and get these things, for me, I just go to Fiverr. Like my flyers that I post, and I try to get a flyer because I like my content to be consistent. Matt, they charge me twelve dollars, mm-hmm. and I get it in twenty-four hours. Right, right. Can't beat it. Can't, Can't beat it. it. So <laughs> tell everyone that website. Tell everyone that website so they can find it themselves. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R. It's a green app. It's I, I don't I don't think that they have a website, but it's an app and it's green. I think the writing is in white. And you just mm-hmm. go on. It will look like a flea market when you get there. But it's just important for you to type in what you're looking for and look for the the artist or the person that you're using to who has the most views and it shows you. Uh, past work that they've done and I've met a couple of people who told me they had such poor experiences with Fiverr and that's anywhere you know with it being such yeah. a huge app everybody won't have a great experience but I could tell you like I've been sharing the persons that I use with other persons someone will say mm-hmm. you know who do you use on Fiverr 
because you've had great experiences and I just share it. I have no problem. I really like when people say, you know, Jen, who do you use for this? Or who do you use for printing? I have no problem sharing mm-hmm. because that that's the only way we're going to all get further is if we kind of go together and help each other. Certainly. Certainly. So very good conversation. I appreciate your time. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about your work ethic uh, for a moment. And uh, obviously, you know, you, you think of someone who has pursued their master's, been in school for how long? Six, seven years Ten now? Years, how long is it? Ten years, <laughs> years in school. Oh my god. That's how many certifications and things that I did. And when I stopped, when I was done, I said, girl, you was in school for 10 years. That's almost high school again. That's right. That's right. So you there there's obviously some some work ethic that that when you when <laughs> anyone is willing to commit yeah. to school, it, it says a lot about their work ethic. Oh my god. Um I wanna I wanna talk about how you've transferred that same work ethic into a lower swimsuit boutique. How much research? How much time on social media? How long of a day are you working? What does a busy day look like for you? Because not every day is the same, but what does a busy day look like for you to keep this engine running? Oh, my gosh, Matt. I Let me tell you before I answer that question. When I first started into this entrepreneur journey, I started to beat myself up because I was so used to working a nine to five with such a structured day. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't working consistently those hours, I started to get extremely hard on myself. And then eventually I started to tell myself, you're not counting the hours when you get up two o'clock in the morning and then you work for a couple hours or you, mm-hmm. you get up seven o'clock and then you work for a couple more hours. And so I had to try to figure out what worked best for me. I'm a morning person. So I can, I, I, I can go to bed eight, nine o'clock and get up one o'clock and then I work for a few hours. So mm-hmm. what's for me, I just don't like to fail. I I like things to be done properly. I like to make sure like I take my time and I I make sure that I kind of, I, I just, I, I think I, I don't want to say it the incorrect way, but I just like, I'm a perfectionist. Let me say it like that. And yeah. I don't know if that yeah. sometimes that's a good thing and sometimes that's a it's bad a good, thing. It's a gift and a curse. It's, it's a gift is. and a curse. Yep. Because I'm yep. there. Like I, if you see me have a deadline on something, and just like my previous job, I give myself deadlines. I give myself goals. I have a to do list every day that I have to make sure that I add and take things away from. So, just like how I had to manage manage my staff at the bank before I left, I now manage myself. And so mm-hmm. I'm held accountable if things don't get done and I'm accountable if things get done. And yep. that's kind of yep. how yep. I treat it because if I don't push, I don't make no money. And if I don't make no yep. money, Matt, I don't eat. And I like to eat. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's no, what that's my motivation. You know, I, I, I like, I want to be able to build this brand because I want like I, I, I'm just obsessed with it. I'm a, it's like a baby to me. I'm obsessed with mm. it. I'm obsessed to seeing people reaction to it. I, mm-hmm. I want to be able to just let other women know that it's possible. You can do this. Like you don't have to be on a job that stresses you out so much. Like you can find something that you love to do and you just go mm-hmm. into it full hundred. Yeah. 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 Um, let's talk about your social media strategy. What, how are you remaining consistent? 
what what is your what is your marketing strategy to help build a brand? So talk to me about tactically what are you doing on Facebook and Instagram and wherever else to build a brand and do you have it on a schedule blah blah blah. Honestly, Matt, I don't think I have a strategy. Like <laughs> I could be I'm going to be frank with you. I really don't think that I have a strategy. It's just that I get these spurts of okay, this is what to do next and this is what to do next. And so I know I've already figured out times that are best for me to post. And so I know a lot of people uh, like scroll at a certain time, like around nine. And then my page also tell me the time, the peak periods that I get most interaction. So I know what those time frames are. So I know, okay, these are the times I have to make sure post, 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 because that's how people um, see my inventory and what it is that I have available. But as it relates mm-hmm. to like a specific strategy, I don't, I don't, that's probably something I have to put into place because I just post my goal is to just make sure that that brand remains top of mind. That when you scroll today, you saw something from my page today, because tomorrow when you are going to a beach party or a pool party, you're going to remember, oh yeah, I just saw that swimsuit from Allure. So let me go check them out. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's what I, I do most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, so we talked about how Allure came to be. We talked about social media. We talked about work ethic. Talked about asking for help, how to structure your day. I'm trying to think of something else that the listeners are going to be impacted by. What, what, what do you think? Um, let me see what I can say. I, I think we covered a lot. We did. I think we did cover we did. like from start to finish you know what i what i would like to add though matt i would like to Mm -hmm. encourage people and i think i touched on it um briefly but i think it's so important that if you decide to establish a business always try to figure out a way to take it to another level because Mm -hmm. that's really how um that's really how you get your brand to grow and i would also like to encourage other business owners, the ones, the more seasoned ones who've been in the industry longer to kind of pass a baton back and help out the younger persons who are starting their businesses because I have, I call them my business BFFs and these are women Mm -hmm. who have been in business either equally the same length of time that I have or longer and these are women who when I can't figure something out like these, I would contact them so I have one for marketing, one for business, one for savings, one for customer complaints if I can't figure out how to deal with it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they are the ladies who I kind of look to when I need help. But there are so many other women out there, excuse me, who don't have like business BFFs or other women to say, you know what, this is what I think you should do or this is how I think you should handle this situation. Um, and I, I would like to encourage more women who've been in whatever area of business you are find or even if you don't find someone you know be open to sharing your knowledge with others to kind of help them grow and help them do well because that's how our is going to take itself to another level on an entrepreneur from an entrepreneurial aspect you Mm -hmm. know because everybody now telling you open a business open a business open a business but they're not they're not talking to you about how to market, how to save, how to strategize. Right. They're not telling right. you these things. 
They're not even telling you how to budget. Like they're mm-hmm. just telling you open mm-hmm. a business, work for yourself, be your own boss. And so right. I, I, I would like people to be more realistic about um, what it is to be an entrepreneur. Tell me the real mm-hmm. side of it. Don't yeah. let me yeah. come here yeah. and then I find out, my gosh, like this is a slow week for me and nobody told mm-hmm. me what to do or how to budget. So now I'm in a bind. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's really what I'd like to add because it's crucial in business for us to kind of support one another. Make sure that mm-hmm. if you have information that can help someone, I'll help them out. I think that's yeah. how you get your blessings. I don't know, maybe I'm a little old school, but <laughs> <laughs> you get your blessings that way. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Janique, I sincerely appreciate your time. You know, as often you um uh, watch someone on social media and you don't realize how much depth is really to their character. Um, and, and hearing you talk and, and hearing a bit of your thought process, I'm really, really impressed with what you're, what you're doing, where you are mentally. Uh, and I look forward to your future successes with your businesses, with this business and, the, and the, probably the other businesses you'll start in the future. Thank you so much, Matt. I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to come here and share my story and a lot of my thought process. It's important for us to be able to have a platform to share these things because sometimes you really don't know the face behind the brand. I've been such a a quiet person behind my brand because I've just wanted Mm -hmm. people to kind of see allure for itself and not have an Mm. individual associated with it. So I always appreciate when I get a chance to just talk about it and talk about you know, from the start to the finish or from the start to where we are now. And I mm-hmm. am truly appreciative. Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of the AFL Brand Podcast. We thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Janique. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you, Matt. You have a great weekend. You as well. Okay, bye.